If the Tennessee Titans trade for a wide receiver, I want T. Higgins over Brandon Ayuk. I'll explain why on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. Today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. If the Titans trade for a wide receiver, I want T. Higgins over Brandon Ayuk. I'm going to explain why. Also, Yesterday, we talked about the void years deadline. There are some players who are not extended by their team who could make some sense for the Titans. I'm going to talk offense and defense. Before we get into all of that, thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed. Stay subscribed to the number one. Tennessee Titans podcast in the world. Shout out to my everydayers out there tuning in Monday through Friday. Couldn't do it without you guys. Let me know who you are down below. And throw a thumbs up on the video right now as well. The show is always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. Also want to remind you guys about my film breakdown channel at Tic Tac Titans on YouTube. Put out my Tajay Spears video on Monday. It is blowing up. Make sure you guys go check that out. I'll put a link to the channel down below in the description. But with that being said, big debate going on in the Titans community between the two top options the Titans have to trade for on the wide receiver market. In this corner, we have T. Higgins from the Cincinnati Bengals. In the other corner, we have Brandon Ayuk of the San Francisco 49ers. Look, I'm going to come out of the gate here strong. I want T. Higgins. If the Titans make a trade for one of these players, I want Higgins. That's my guy. It's been my guy. I think he's a perfect fit for the Tennessee Titans. That's how I feel. But let's be fair and let's go through the tale of the tape. So number one, I'll go with T. Higgins. Played 58 games so far in his four years. That, that could be a little higher. That's something that concerns people, if we're fair. 257 catches, 3,684 receiving yards, and 24 touchdowns. Higgins is six foot four, 220 pounds, and he's 25 years old. On the other side, Brandon Ayuk, 62 games, 269 catches, 3,931 yards, 25 touchdowns. He's six foot, 200 pounds, and 26 years old. So there are some critical things here that we need to go over. Number one, Higgins is a year younger. Keep that in mind. I know that it's not a drastic difference here between the age, but I like T. Higgins as a younger player. That matters to me. And more importantly, he is a bigger player 
player. So maybe I'm just compensating because I'm not a very big person. Any of you guys who have been watching this show for any time know I'm pretty open. I'm pretty short. I'm pretty small. I was a running back. It is what it is. Maybe that's why I have such an affinity for bigger players. But I'm sorry. At the end of the day, the NFL is a big man's game. And four inches difference, 20 pounds difference, and a year younger, those physical traits are are just something that I'm going to have a hard time getting past. All right? I simply am. And when you go into who they are as players, that is another factor for me as well. So T. Higgins gets a clear advantage when it comes to physicality because of his size advantage, his strength advantage as well. But you look at their play style. T. Higgins is a ball winner. He's going to go up, jump over top of you, grab contested catches on the sideline, down the field, and that's what he does. He's physical, he's tall, he's big, he's going to use all those traits to his advantage to win his matchup. Is he a great run-after-catch option? No, but, you know, that's obviously not something he's terrible at. Is he the most advanced route runner in the NFL? No, he's not. But you go to the Ayuk side of things, Now, Brandon Ayuk is one of the best route runners in the entire NFL. He has yards after catchability as well. And none of these guys are, you know, bums when it comes to each of these different categories. It's not like T. Higgins is a garbage route runner and Brandon Ayuk is a garbage contested catch guy. But it's clear where their strengths are. And at the end of the day, for me, what matters most is what matches up with Will Levis. And it's Higgins. Will Levis is one of the best deep ball throwers in the NFL already. All right. Is Will Levis the most pinpoint accurate quarterback in the NFL? No. So who could help Levis the most? Who could take advantage of Levis's skill set the most? To me, it's T. Higgins. Because Levis is going to be able to chuck the ball deep. He's going to be able to fire rockets to the sideline. And you get one-on-one situations. T. Higgins is going to be able to win. So that is why in those two factors, the physicality, the age, the play style, I all lean to T. Higgins on those. Now, Brandon Ayuk is a fantastic player. And here's the reality. T. Higgins is going to get the franchise tag from the Cincinnati Bengals. Brandon Ayuk is playing on his fifth-year option. And the 49ers might not have the cap money to bring him back. That's why these two guys are trade options for the Titans and the best two names on the market. But you look at their production, it's pretty similar. Yeah, IU has some advantages, 12 more catches, you know, 250 more yards, one more touchdown. But what I would say is Higgins was better his first three years, and IU was much better in this fourth season that just happened. All right, so if you look at the totality of their career, Higgins has been more consistent, even with some injuries in this last season. So whether it be the production, whether it be the body size, whether it be the play style, how it matches with Will Levis, I'm leading towards T. Higgins, and then you add the relationships. T. Higgins, really good friend with DeAndre Hopkins. Both went to Clemson. T. Higgins knows Brian Callahan, knows Brian Callahan's offense. He speaks glowingly about Brian Callahan. That would be a great matchup, and Callahan already knows what T. Higgins likes, where he does best, how he succeeds, and then finally, the connection that matters the most is T. Higgins in Tennessee. T. Higgins is one of the best Tennessee high school football players of all time. He's got multiple pictures of him in the Titans locker room with a T. Higgins jersey hanging behind him. 
He's a big family guy. Anything you hear, and I know that most guys say they're a big family guy. T. Higgins is a family man. And being closer to his family, no state taxes, back in his home state, living his childhood fantasies out for the Tennessee Titans with a quarterback who can get the ball to him the best, a wide receiver who's one of his best friends, and a coach who knows how he succeeds. The winner to me is clear. It is T. Higgins. So let me know down below who you would rather trade for, T. Higgins or Brandon Ayuk. I've made my choice. Now let me know yours. But with that being said, the void deadline has passed. And while it doesn't mean that these players will be free agents, it's one more step closer. One more step closer. So we're going to talk about some offensive guys, some defensive guys that I think would be a good fit for the Titans right now. Before we do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the best place to buy tickets, whether it be sports, music, comedy, theater events. It doesn't matter. Game Time is going to have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and you get a view from your seat so you actually know what your view is going to be when you sit down. They also have a best price guarantee where if you find tickets for cheaper in the same row and the same section, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Like, they put their money where their mouth is. Again, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. I'm going to a Drake concert on Wednesday night. I cannot wait, and I got those tickets on Game Time. And the best part is I got about $40 off per ticket, taking advantage of Game Time's flash deals. So many great features. Again, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We just did T. Higgins versus Brandon Ayuk. I'm rolling with T. Higgins. Let me know how you guys feel. But now I want to do a callback to yesterday's show as we continue the show. Before I do, thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content. It's your team every day, always for free here on the Locked on Titans podcast. But... Yesterday, we talked about the void money or the void year deadline. So it's a deadline the NFL teams had to extend certain players so that their void dead cap from their void years of their contract, which complicated, I know, but basically you could extend these players to avoid having dead cap from them on your salary this year. The Titans had Tannehill, Henry, Aziz Alshire, Sean Murphy Bunting, but there are others around the NFL who did not get extensions by the deadline on Monday. And while that doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that they will be free agents, it increases the likelihood. I compare it to the game Sorry. Have you ever played the board game Sorry 
where you're hitting the button in the middle with the dice in it. You're moving your players. Somebody lands on you. They send you back. You hit certain spots like shoots and ladders. You get sent back to different places. You're trying to get your pieces around the board and into the home center, into your home station. All right. Well, all I can tell you is these players are not into the home station yet. They're not in free agency, but you didn't get knocked back at all. You're still on the right track. You're still moving forward. So that's a good sign nonetheless. But at the top of the list has to be Mike Evans at wide receiver. So Mike Evans was not given an extension by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And again, again, they could re-sign him. They could get a deal worked out with Mike Evans before free agency starts on March the 15th. And Mike Evans never hits free agency at all. But this is at least a good sign. This is at least him not going off the board for the Titans, still being a possibility. So out of all of the players that did not get their void deadline extension, Mike Evans is clearly the top pick for the Titans. Now, Mike Evans is not my top choice at wide receiver. You look at who could be a free agent, who is set to hit free agency. Obviously, T. T Higgins is my top choice, although he probably gets the franchise tag. I also like a guy like Calvin Ridley a lot, who's a year younger than Mike Evans. But outside of T. Higgins, Calvin Ridley, Michael Pittman, I mean, you couldn't find a better option for Mike than Mike Evans. Now, Mike Evans is, again, in his 30s, so maybe it doesn't match the timeline of where the Titans are at, but when we talk about deep ball receivers who can get down the field and take advantage of Will Levis's arm and jump over top of people and make contested catches, I mean, there aren't many better players in NFL history who do that as well as Mike Evans does. So, again, it doesn't mean that he will be a free agent, but still possible that he is now. We didn't lose that possibility on Monday, so that's great news. Some other wide receivers, or at least one other wide receiver, there was DJ Chark, and then Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar did sign an extension with the Baltimore Ravens, one of the only players to avoid the dead penalty because they got a deal done by the void year extension or deadline here. But DJ Chark is another guy who could have gotten an extension but didn't. And Chark is like a a C option for me. If the Titans can't get an A wide receiver in free agency, they can't get a B wide receiver in free agency, then Chark would be like a a C level option. But I don't think it's somebody who the Titans need to go out and actively search for. He's not going to get a huge deal. He's not going to get the $10 million that he got last time. He'll probably be around six, $7 million. The Titans don't need to make DJ Chark a priority. But on offense, some other guys, Tyron Smith, left tackle from the Dallas Cowboys, Kevin Zeitler, guard from the Ravens. Josh Nyman, offensive tackle for the Green Bay Packers. Trent Brown, offensive tackle from the New England Patriots. And then Matt Filer, the guard from Tampa Bay. Look, out of all those names who did not get the void year deadline extension, number one for me is Trent Brown. Now, I know that Tyron Smith is the better player. But Tyron Smith is 33 years old. Tyron Smith has been seriously injured. Multiple years in a row. So not only all of that, but there's no way that the Dallas Cowboys are letting him go. Like, there's there's just simply no way. It, it wouldn't make any sense for where they're at as a team. But either way, even if they did, 
Trent Brown is going to be cheaper than Tyron Smith. And I would rather go with Trent Brown, who's got left tackle, right tackle versatility. Although he's not a great scheme fit for the Titans, I think Bill Callahan could coach him up to get what they need out of him. At the end of the day, it's about getting talent. If we're looking at all the options available, I'm going to go with guys who make more sense from a scheme fit. But out of these options here, Trent Brown is far and away my best option. Again, left tackle, right tackle versatility. Not going to be as expensive and is not as old and as injured as Tyron Smith. The thing you worry about with Trent Brown is he had clauses in his contract that dealt with his weight because he have a, has a tendency to get overweight, maybe not the hardest worker ever. And he was a healthy scratch at times at the end of the Patriots season. Now, I know the Patriots had their own problems, but just not great to see a guy getting healthy scratches like that for locker room disruption stuff. So you got to take that into account. Um, maybe that's more, pay- again, that could be more on the Patriots than it is on Trent Brown, but it is something that you have to take into consideration. But out of those options, I mean, out of the offensive lineman, Trent Brown, by far and away the best option for me. Some other names at other positions, Dalton Schultz at tight end. I don't think the Titans need to go out and spend like that at tight end. We'll go with Chickaconquo. We'll go with Josh Wiley and see what we got there again. Similar philosophy with Brock Bowers. I'm just not putting one of my primary assets, whether it be cap space or a high draft pick, on the tight end position, especially not in a Brian Callahan offense. Any offense that Brian Callahan's been involved with for the last decade has not had a highly productive tight end, okay? He values outside receivers, okay? Keep that in mind going forward. Um, Corderell Patterson, Gus Edwards at running back, Honestly, I think Corderell Patterson could make some sense. I know that uh, a power back would make a lot of sense for the Titans like Gus Edwards, but Gus Edwards does a lot better in gap running schemes, and the Titans are going to be a heavy zone team. So I I just don't think that that's as good of a fit. Gus Edwards is a get-downhill north and south guy, not a read-it-read-it-read-it-read-it-burst-through type guy. You see what I mean? Just different skill sets there. So for me, Corderell Patterson who went to Tennessee as well. Coming back as like your third running back, if you wanted to get a running back like a Braylon Allen, you know, like we talked about in the mock draft last Friday. You want to get a a Braylon Allen to be the power back. You get Corderell Patterson as your utility back, your third back, who can also return kicks for you as well. That would make a lot of sense for the Titans, again, as a super cheap veteran minimum third running back option. I'm not talking about somebody who needs to get a ton of snaps here. Tajay Spears is RB1. You get a power back for your RB2. You got a utility back like Corderell Patterson and a homecoming there. I think that would make a ton of sense. So those are guys on the offensive side of the ball. Let me know who you like out of those names down below. But now we're going to cap off the show talking about some defense. So we're going to get into that next. Before we do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. $5. That's all you got to do. That's $150 if your $5 bet wins. You can bet on spreads, money lines, uh, player props. Same-game parlays. They even let you do live same-game parlays as well. It's absolutely fantastic. Make sure that you visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. It's FanDuel, 
official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about T. Higgins versus Brandon Ayuk. We talked about some of the top offensive players who did not get an extension by the void year's deadline. Now we got to talk about the defensive side of the ball because the Titans definitely need some help on defense as well, despite all of us, including me, focusing so much on offense. But with that being said, before we get into it, I do want to let you guys know that uh, Locked On has launched the first ever 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now, it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On, plus coverage of every single league from our national shows. Find Locked On Sports Today, now available on the free Fire TV channels app. But with that being said, we're going to dive into the defense, okay? And we're going to start in the secondary because that's where the Titans need the most help. And one of my top options for the Titans was one of these void year deadline guys. And that is Geno Stone, the safety from the Baltimore Ravens. Again, super young guy, fits with the timeline of the Tennessee Titans as a team, is a deep, rangy safety that had seven interceptions last year. He played with Amani Hooker in college, and they both had four interceptions apiece. They play off of each other so well. Now, Amani Hooker is better in run support. All right, Geno Stone can be... A little unreliable in the run game. But the Titans need to be better at pass defense. They've been a great run defense for years, and people throw all over them. The Titans were one of the worst teams in the NFL at generating turnovers. So if you're telling me, hey, he's not that great in run defense, but he's excellent in pass defense, and he's excellent at causing turnovers, well, that's exactly what the Titans need. And you add in the Denard-Wilson connection. Denard just coached the secondary in Baltimore. Geno Stone coming over from Baltimore. Denard-Wilson is similar to like what I say with T. Higgins. Denard-Wilson knows what Geno Stone does best. Denard-Wilson was responsible for putting Geno Stone in a position to have success. He knows. He watched him. He knows, hey, Geno Stone may not be great at this, but he's amazing at this. And we're going to put him in that position to succeed nonstop. So I went back to when I talked about Amani Hooker a few weeks ago, my everydayers will remember. I talked about what Amani does best and how it used to be Kevin Byard in a zone, roaming over the middle of the field while everyone else is in man coverage. And then Amani Hooker back deep, roaming over the deep middle. Okay. Well, as Amani Hooker continues to get older, He's going to be better around the line of scrimmage. Now you let Amani Hooker be the zone guy over the middle and then have Geno Stone be the zone guy back deep. And when you need both of them to be back deep in deep halves and quarters match, whatever it happens to be, you know that both of them can do that successfully. 
And if the Titans go with a ton of three safety looks like they used to and like the Ravens like to do, you go with a ton of three safety looks, you're going to need two safeties who can cover deep because you're going to have one of your safeties that's constantly down below in the box. So I think that pairing Geno Stone with Amani Hooker, once again, would be a fantastic fit. Now, some other safeties, Darnell Savage, Micah Hyde, Antoine Winfield Jr. Number one, Antoine Winfield Jr. is the best player out of all of those players, but the expectation is he does get the franchise tag. Plus, I wouldn't want the Titans to pay the money that Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to command on free agency at safety. I'd rather him have that at cornerback, okay? But Darnell Savage, a do-it-all safety who can literally be that guy down in the box, do some slot work, be physical against the run, Micah Hyde is a good player. I would imagine that he takes a discount to go back to Buffalo. He's been there for so long. But Darnell Savage, Geno Stone, those are both good options for me at safety for the Titans. And then finally, a cornerback. Some of you guys were talking trash on this guy. I mean, I know that everybody thinks that every player is either an all-star or he's dirt, but rock your sin. Just had a pretty good year for the Baltimore Ravens. Denard Wilson connection, once again. Can play match corner. Get up in your face. Press you. Jam you. I mean, the Titans are going to be an attacking defense. Denard Wilson already said that. And if you're going to attack offenses, you have to be able to play tight man coverage. And Rocky Sin may not be an all-star or a pro bowler, but he's a solid veteran cornerback. And if the Titans let Sean Murphy Bunting go, which they didn't give him an extension, if the Titans let Sean Murphy Bunting go because they want a cornerback who's better in man coverage and more depth to man coverage, well, then Rocky Sin as the value. Remember, Sean Murphy Bunting basically signed a five-year deal last year to be the Titans' cornerback, too. That's the type of price range that I'm thinking for cornerback, too. You're going to have Roger McCreary in the slot. Let's say you bring in Legarius Sneed and pay big money for a top cornerback. Well, you're going to need a value number two. You can't pay both outside cornerback spots $15, $20 million. It's not how it works. So if you get Legereus Sneed, Jalen Johnson with your expensive spot, you got Roger McCreary, and then you need a cheap, not cheap, but a good value as your cornerback two, Rocky Sin would make a ton of sense as a guy who has connections to Denard Wilson. I feel the same about Geno Stone. He's not going to be top of the market safety, but will be a good value to pair with Amani Hooker. Now, at other positions, you have Marcus Davenport, edge rusher from Minnesota, Leonard Floyd, edge rusher from Buffalo, Dorrance Armstrong, edge rusher from Dallas Cowboys, Levante David, the linebacker from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, for me, out of those, I don't see a great fit, but maybe the Titans take a chance on Marcus Davenport, who has a ton of talent, but has been a little up and down um, otherwise getting that talent out onto the field, of course. Injuries, some, you know, character concerns, stuff like that that you hear from different franchises. I don't know. To me, I just don't want the Titans to go out and spend any kind of money at linebacker or edge rusher when you have Harold Landry, Jeffrey Simmons, Arden Key, and I'd like to see Danico Autry back. If all four of those guys are paid, why would you go out and spend big money on an edge rusher? I just, you know, it just doesn't add up. And linebacker, if the Titans are going to go out and spend on a linebacker, it better be somebody at a great value 
like Aziz, or it better be like Patrick Queen, and you better go all out to get a great player. You know, there there should be no in-between for the Titans there. And Levante David's an older player who still is a very good player, but just doesn't match up with the Titans' timeline. I don't think that makes a ton of sense. So, for me, Mike Evans, Trent Brown, and Corderell Patterson is an RB3. Geno Stone, Rock Yassin, a ton of guys that make sense for the Titans who they may not hit free agency, but today was still a good step towards them actually being available. So with that being said, let me know your guys' thoughts down below. Players that you liked out of everyone that we discussed today, and of course, weigh in. T. Higgins or Brandon Ayuk, if you had to make the trade. That, though, is going to do it for me today, folks. Go check out the Tajay Spears Film Breakdown at the Tic Tac Titans YouTube channel. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Tight.